from one islander to another, Isle of Wight Radio proudly presents John Hannam Meets. Hi, and welcome to another John Hannam Meets. My guest today is television actor and West End performer, Peter Hepplethwaite, best known for playing Jed for five years in The Green Green Grass. He was also in the West End productions of Les Miserables and Miss Saigon. Soon he's hoping to direct a very controversial movie called This Is Me. I bet he's heard this voice before. Hello, a Boise here. My full range of quality motors are all equipped with the best sound systems to listen to John Hannam Meets on Isle of Wight Radio. <laughs> That's if you really want to. <clears throat> Delighted to welcome to John Hannam Meets, Peter Hepplethwaite. Nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you too, John. I tell you, a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? What, Hepplethwaite? Yes. Uh, yes, yes it is, yeah. Um, there's lots of people that have been called everything from Peter Hathaway to Hepplethwaite, or heck of a weight, even something now and again. Yeah. Actor, producer, agent, director, you've got several hats, haven't you, Peter? I, I have, yes, yeah, I have... Um, I've been an actor for just over 30 years wow. um, and I uh, was lucky enough to work quite a lot on lots of different projects and learn quite a lot as I went along and um, now I earn a living doing all of them really. I, I have an agency uh, where I look after a number of actors, uh, I have drama school um, in uh, Hertfordshire and I have a adults drama school in, in London in Fulham and one in Hartford as well as my own acting career and directing career and producing the only thing I don't do actually is write I've never been a good writer I can do other people's stuff and interpret other people's stuff but I've never been very good at it myself <laughs> at the moment we're at the uh, Rookley Country Park on the Isle of Wight we are I'm going to ask you a bit later on why you're here. Right. A lot of people remember you, of course, for the Green Green Grass when you played Jed. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, very lucky to work for John Sullivan um, doing the Green Green Grass, which was, was a spin-off of Only Falls and Horses uh, with um, uh, Marlene and Boise, um, the lovely John Chalice um, and Sue Holderness. And, uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a wonderful time. I did that for five years, in fact. Yeah, you did about was, at least 30 episodes of those. Yeah, it was, it was actually... Um, yeah, I did uh, 36 episodes altogether, in, um, including uh, Christmas specials, which yeah. were, you know, uh, an hour long. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Great, great time in my life. I really, really enjoyed creating Jed. Um, with John Sullivan, and it was yeah, it was brilliant. You did I mean, a bit of ploughing as well in that. Oh, I did a bit of ploughing. I did a bit, a bit of the old uh, driving in the tractor. It was very good. <laughs> um, and at one time, even had to go naked for calendar boys. <laughs> so it was, it was great. I was talking to John a week or two ago, and there was a big barn there which you used for filming. And that's right. And yeah. uh, John's lovely wife used to give you cream teas oh, and cakes. She did. Apparently, that's blown away so john tells me what the barn yes oh i didn't know that yeah we, yeah, we, we actually filmed calendar boys in the barn would you believe um but uh yeah the we had lovely lovely cakes off a of carol all the time and uh 
Yeah, it was a very nice time. We were a big family, and uh, we actually filmed at John Chalice's house. I know. Yeah, so um, it's um, it's a very very nice place, and you know it's where the idea came out from John Sullivan as well. So it was uh, it was it was a, a general progression to actually film a lot of the external scenes there and in Ludlow, um, and so we we used to spend four weeks, five weeks in Ludlow. Uh, living at the Feathers Hotel. I was going to say, there's yeah. a hotel where I've met John on a few yeah, occasions right, in yeah. Ludlow, which yeah. is that hotel. The Feathers, yeah. yeah, he loves which it. Which has been, been, um, been smashed into by a bus several times <laughs> and <laughs> been rebuilt, yeah, yeah. He sort of gets what he wants in there because oh, they yeah. know him so well. Oh, yeah, so do I. I, I. I lived there, it was like my home for a little while. My daughter, who's a great friend of both of them, right. stayed with him a few weeks ago and they went into the pub and someone was sat where they normally sit. Oh, well. So they didn't stay there for very long. They were asked if they'd like to just move. You know, that, that's John for yeah, you, isn't no, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So special memories of that, Peter? Of Green Green Grass? Mm. To be quite honest, just every memory I have of the Green Green Grass, and I'm absolutely honest about this, is a happy one. It was, um, it was a wonderful time in my life. You know, I'd been working for probably 18 years solid as an actor before that, and yet everybody remembers me for the green, green grass. It is the way it goes, and, and I think that it shows because it, it, it's not seen very often unless it's on gold now, but people still stop me in the street. They still ask for, you know, what does Jed think of this? You know, and it, it's, it's... So you sort of definitely go into people's homes, but I think probably... The, the the best memory I ever had was Calendar Boys, which I've mentioned a couple of times. Yes. And um, it was my first time I ever had to go naked <laughs> on TV. Um, so, yeah, that was a great... It was, it, that was a great memory. Did you have a problem with something about a bucket of eels? Did you have a problem saying Oh, that? John's been... T- has he been telling you that? Has he? Yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, I'm just trying to remember the line. The it was line something. Was, go on then. Uh, the line was, and a bucket of eels from the bird sanctuary in Oswestry. Oswestry. That's so it. That, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. There you go. So yeah, you caught me out there because <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, you've definitely been talking to him. <laughs> yeah, Actually, it, it uh, took me a while to do that one. I tell you. I sent him an email very early this morning. I right. said I was seeing you tonight, and I said anything that might surprise him, and he said, asking this. Asking that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was something to do. It was. It was to do with the. The fertilizer that we were using, and it was. Um, then the last bit was literally, and uh, a bucket, bucket of eels, and oh yeah, that's what it was. It was um, bird guano. That's it. From yeah, from the uh, and guano from the bird sanctuary at Oswestry. That's what it was. That's it. And exactly. I couldn't get the line out. <laughs> I couldn't get the line out at all. You've done some terrific things in sickness and in health. You've done one yeah. foot in the grave. Yeah. 2.4 children, uh-huh. all of those were big series. Was it nice just to go and do a wee bit? I loved doing that at the time. I met my wife playing my role in One Foot in the Grave. She played my wife in One Foot in the Did Grave. You? And we've been married now for 26 years. Wow. So um, it's, uh, they, that was a good bit of casting by David Renwick. Telling me. Um, yeah, um, but um, yeah, I, I love going in to do those type of things. You know, working with Warren Mitchell and... Richard Wilson and people like that. It's, it was lovely. It was great for the early part of my career. And it 
taught me a lot. Mm. Taught, you know, definitely where my directing skills come in now and my uh, and my producing skills. They were all taught to me by people like that. You know, you did four different parts in a bill over a period. I did. Yeah, 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 four different parts. Actually, it was I played more parts than that in the bill, but they were smaller roles because in the old days the bill was a staple diet mm. of parts that you went in for all the time and as long as there were six months in between them um nobody ever remembered you because there were three shows a week it was you know and they made you look a little bit different and they used the same actors you know people that could sort of do it all the time so yeah i enjoyed that you did the office as well didn't you? i did yes i played dave in the office yeah um with the lovely ricky chavez um a very funny man and um and quite a wind-up merchant as well <laughs> <laughs> you were a builder in one or two things as well i, know, I was yeah. yeah well actually when i left school i said to my mum that uh you know I, I liked acting i was doing amateur dramatics and things and but i became a bricklayer uh, by trade and i trained as a bricklayer for four years and uh, about two years into my bricklaying training i went home and said mum mum I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. And she went, oh, no, son. No, you don't do that. That's, that's the worst thing you could do. And I said, Mum, but I really want to be an actor. And she said, well, if you want to be an actor, you finish your bricklaying apprenticeship, you'll always have a trade behind you and you'll always be able to earn a living. So I then went off to Webber Douglas Academy. I was lucky enough to get into Webber Douglas Academy in London. And... I came out and my first two jobs were as a builder, <laughs> so it, worked. it obviously was good training, um, either way. You did Randall and Hopkirk Deceased as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Randall and Hopkirk Deceased, that was great. I, I, I had a um, fun there with um, Vic and Bob, that was, that was, that was good. Yeah. So here you are on the Isle of Wight in May, yep. Yep. and uh, why are you here? I am here... I did Les Miserables and Miss Saigon and Sunset Boulevard and I did about eight years in the West End and I played Tenardier in Les Mis and so musicals are a massive part of me and and singing is a huge, huge part of me and I started to direct musicals for younger kids as it were or 15 to 30 year old you know, um, adults and this producer Come writer came to see one of my shows. I, I put on uh, Our House, the Madness Musical, mm. and this guy called Philip Lee Moore came to see um, Our House, and he sat there and he watched the show. And afterwards, he came up to me and he said, "You know, my name's Philip Lee Moore, and uh, you know, very nice to meet you, Peter. I was a big fan of you and the Green Green Grass and other things you've done. And I uh, came to see the show tonight. I'm actually writing a film. You know, it's my." It's one of my first films. I've written a thing called Malcolm and the Magpies, a, 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 a beginning of a series. It's gone down very well, and now I've written this film. So I, so I was, okay, well, lovely. Well, you know, I, let me have a look at it. And at that time, it was because he wanted me to be in it. So I said, okay, well, let me have a look at the script. So he sent me over the synopsis. And I rang Phil, and I said, Phil, there's, there's not a part in it for me. But I want you to be in it, Pete. I really want you to be in it. Would you, you know, can I write a part? And I said, well, I, you, if you write a part for me, you'll ruin your film because it's a, 
absolutely special piece of work. It's about Alzheimer's and, and lots of lots of other things. It's just an amazing piece of uh, film. And um, and he said, "Okay, I don't suppose you would direct it for me." <laughs> And I said, I would love to direct it for you. So, so um, obviously he'd seen, he, he had a look at some of the other things that I'd directed, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the process became that. And then he said, we'll be filming the trailer in the Isle of Wight. Uh, and possibly the whole feature. Um, I'd never been to the Isle of Wight, John. I'm sorry to admit it, but I'd <laughs> never been to the Isle of Wight. What a wonderful place. And, and we keep saying, it's actually massive. We always keep making the joke, it's actually very big. Wherever we drive, we think, well, everybody says it's a small island, it's not. Well, it's 23 um, by 15, really. 23 is, across yeah, from 15. Is that what it down, is? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, it's not that small, you know. Everybody says a small island, it's not really. Um, but it is, I mean, it's absolutely lovely over here. Um, and so we decided to film over here. It's a project called This Is Me about a gentleman called Tim, so hence the this is me. Um, And um, he is, for all intents and purposes, a cross-dresser in, uh, and he has a mother who has Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's stroke dementia, and it's about his struggle with not only himself, but about the struggle of looking after his mother, who actually has not brought him up very nicely. So he has this sort of, juxtaposition where he he uh, loves his mother but then actually doesn't really like her very much and she is looked after by a carer in a certain situation a guy called pansy would you believe um and because his name's pete but he dresses as a woman and uh, he is gay and he is that everybody calls him pansy pete and and he's a happy-go-lucky man very loving and he looks after Myrtle and hence in the end Tim and Pansy fall in love and and Myrtle we find there's a big twist to the story which I won't at this moment but it's a it's a it's a superb piece of writing by a new writer yeah and Melvin Hayes is involved somewhere isn't he he? is what a lovely man Melvin is I've been filming with Melvin for three days and He's a stalwart. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he said to me today that I, I couldn't have had a better compliment. He said, um, "It's lovely to be directed by an actor." And go. I, I, you know, I, I was, I was bowled over by that. It was. A, he's a lovely man. So you filmed a bit in Ride, haven't you? Today we have. Yeah, yeah. Very sunny in Ride today, and very noisy, and lots of traffic. It was very busy there today. Um, and uh, yeah, we 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 filmed at the in the shop there. We filmed at the the church there. You know, that's just been sold actually. Mm. Um, very recently, we spoke to the new owner because we wanted to film in the in the gardens there. And uh, we got some lovely shots there, so we filmed there. Yeah. So this is like a long trailer, a five-minute trailer. It is, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, uh, yeah. What's the purpose of that other than to sell the movie? Do you, do you um, want to get some funds up together? We do, yeah. We want so it's not only to to get people interested in the, in the movie. We're looking for someone who or some people who are uh, very interested in this media, in film, and are are also interested in the message we're trying to give 
about Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's and dementia is very, very um, uh, dominant at the moment in the press. I was going to say, because, as we speak, yeah, yeah. Barbara Windsor. That's right, yeah. very sad news. I work with Babs as well in, in, in um, uh, EastEnders, and uh, she's a lovely lady, you, you know, she's just... Um, so it's very much in the press at the moment. There, there's some great uh, work being done by the Alzheimer's Society and dementia campaigns and things, but it's still not there. People are unaware. They just think people get old. It's not that. It's not that. Yeah, and it needs to be told, really. We ought to say it's quite noisy at Rookley Country, but oh, lots yes. going on. No, Your yeah. sort of crew and cameramen are <laughs> yeah, sort of celebrating finishing. Yeah, but. it's been a long three days. Two so, hours sleep last night. <laughs> yes, and you're off at five o'clock in the morning. We are up at five o'clock in the morning to get the happy ferry, yep. So is there a title, a working title, are you going to call the, it? The title is This Is Me for the film. Yeah, right. This Is Me. But we're on Facebook, so if, you, if anybody would like to follow our Facebook page, um, it is titled This Is Me, and they can find us on Facebook. And anybody that's interested in, in, in investing in any way, shape or form into the film, there was a lovely lad that I had today that I was able to get into the trailer. Um, his father gave a donation towards the, the filming of the trailer um, and I taught him, found him a part and um, trained him to, to do part of the filming. And he is a 14-year-old lad from Portsmouth and he was over the moon. So anybody else that wants that type of opportunity to be in the film and would like to invest to become an executive producer, etc., etc., please contact us. You've had a really amazing career because we talked about your TV and you've mentioned your musicals. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, So you've done an awful lot, Peter, in your career, haven't you? Well, yeah, I've, I've been a bit busy. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to be busy. I don't, I don't know whether I'm good or not, but I do try to uh, keep myself busy and, I, and, I'm, and I'm very lucky. I've been very lucky in this business and, you know, it's, uh, and I'm very grateful for what I have. I'm very grateful for the people that give me the opportunity to do the things I need to do. Peter, thanks for your time. Uh, uh, thank you, John. I know you, you uh, want a bit of a break because oh. you've been working no, solidly no. for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. So I wish you lots of luck with um, much, getting sir. the funding and hopefully you'll come back to the Isle of Wight oh, to make we, the movie. We, we are definitely coming back to the Isle of Wight to make the movie. In fact, um, uh, I know he wouldn't mind me saying this, Phil is contemplating actually setting it in the Isle of Wight. Um, he would love to set it in the Isle of Wight because it's actually set in Brighton. Um, however, it's quite a hard-hitting movie. It's quite, um, it's quite gritty, and um, we'd want to know whether the Isle of Wight wants it. So we, I'm sure yeah, they will. Yeah, but so uh, I've been, I've been told as we've been filming, you know, we'd like to see this sort of thing going on here. So you know, you never know, and it will be Phil's um, decision. But uh, I know that he's sort of egging towards the fact that uh, we might set it in, uh, in the Isle of Wight. So this this is a big that. year for the Isle of Wight, for Gay Pride, obviously, yeah, because they, they're coming. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's I think a, they're fairly, very broad-minded over here to some oh, extent. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, well, we've had 
people walking up and down in skirts and, and high heels um, very late at night and being beaten up in alleys and things like that and everybody's been coming out going oh I just thought there was some trouble no it's okay lovely yeah please get on enjoy yourself you know we were we were in alleyways at two o'clock in the morning yesterday oh were you yeah and, um, you know and, um, you were loitering yeah pansy being beaten up and this lady came running out and she said uh, oh I just I, it's very funny though her husband came out after her she was the first one out yeah it was the wrong way round as far as I was concerned no it was very it was it, it was great really nice to meet you and to meet I you promised too, John Chalice today I'd pass on uh, his best regards to you oh please pass mine from back him and to his him. wife and I, uh, I will give him and Carol a ring over the next week or so it's funny isn't it you're with somebody every day of the week and and the and things just happen don't they and you just forget to phone and you never speak to them so please say hello to him for me as well lots of luck Peter thanks Lovely. for your time thank you It's great, he's got a swell personality He meets and greets the stars with such amenity Good enough to make you coming out of the street John Hannamade That's right Keep looking on the Isle of Wight radio website The John Hannam website And YouTube for more John Hannam Meets new interviews Bye bye for now Isle of Wight Radio